Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal! While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! Right, greetings and salutations another episode of fangs up here and uh man it's it's gonna be a interesting weekend y'all um i'm definitely excited because we got some baseball going on uh there is the homegoing service for kofi not gonna be able to make it um we got something else going on so um but i i, I did send um I sent a donation. I did. I did the cash app. I also got the Kofi shirt, so I will be wearing it at the spring game. But full transparency, we we did have something going on and um, some some other stuff that kind of came up late that's a little close to home as well. So, you know, you, sometimes you just have to watch the stream and do your condolences that way. Uh, but as we get started, y'all, and – Man, I'm excited. I'm not gonna lie to you. We we got some new equipment coming in. Like we, we tried to be first class. Like I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like we got some new microphones. We got a new computer setup coming up, and we 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 trying to make this official. Just stick the hanky up. <laughs> All right. Uh. So, but before we do that, big shout to HBCU Digital Network. This is home. I don't know other other way to tell you. Ain't no other place to be. Also, shout out to the Black Techies, Herb Seward, and his group of tactical techies. I just, I just, that was all done. That's why I struggle with that tech tactical. That's not a word you just, you know, every day. <laughs> uh, but I hey, Miss Williams. Look, I'm so happy she happy. Look, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. We 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 trying to get some new camera equipment before we go down to Miami. Only reason we don't have the headphones. Look, I ain't scooter yet. But don't tell me what God won't do. Oof. I ain't here for that, but I'm telling you. Mm. <laughs> but we're going to talk about family baseball. We're going to lead off with that. I'll be there tomorrow. So um, we do have the Troy game. We lost that one. That was a molly whopping. 10 to nothing. But then we got a three-game series against BCU. I am going to the Friday game. That's going to be my uh, mental break. <laughs> my mental break is going to be to drive to Daytona, watch the baseball game, and come home because I've never been to Jackie Robinson Field. And if you know me well enough, you actually know that baseball is a love of mine. And I actually wrote about baseball when I was in college. Like that was that was what I did my history papers on jacksonville's negro league baseball team the red caps so you can see those local high school baseball teams honor them today but historic jackie robinson field it's a minor league park I believe they share it with the daytona tortugas which is a turtle uh, but it's 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 good those might be some of the best facilities in the conference and that's not often we can say that about cookman but yo man like 
that place has a little bit of tra- tradition cachet. In a three-game series, the games are at seven, six, and one. Not gonna lie to you, as a little bit of an old head, I do kind of prefer the double headers just because I'm not traveling to Daytona three times. I'd much rather spend a day, stay, go for once, watch two games, and come home. I'm a sucker for a double header. I'm sorry. Like, you can call me cheap. You can say what you want to about me. But it's something about getting that buy one, get one. I like it and it's appealing. Now, I know it's a little tax on the players, but just being a selfish, honest fan. That's just how it is, and that's where I'm at. But this is a hot BCU team. Like, we talk trash. We talk bad about our little cousins over there. And, you know, we talk greasy about Mary's kids, two Mary's kids in between ourselves. I don't let you say nothing because we will dog cuss you out about Bethune-Cookman University. Now, I can call it BCC, but uh, you can't. <laughs> It, and it, I mean, it's just kind of is. That's family over there, though. And I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. Whew, I had a coworker bring up a thong grill, baby. Them wings smack. And I ain't had them in a minute. So, uh, yeah, I might hit my homeboy up and be like, bro, you wanna go to this baseball game with me? Yeah, I do that for the show. So, but again, this is an important series. These are probably two of the best teams in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. FAMU baseball, we've seen what they've been for all that our coach is and how, how important pitching is generally to this team. And we struggle to hold leads, especially the teams that aren't in the SWAC. But again, undefeated in the SWAC. FAMU had lost the game in the SWAC. We were 500 up until yesterday. So hopefully that that's about a four and a half hour trip. Four and a half hour drive, sorry. Uh, did not wear them out too bad. Hopefully they're getting some rest today. But tomorrow, wake them dang gum bats up. I'll I'll be there probably a little late. But uh yeah, I, I hope today for I hope tomorrow is not my day to stay late <laughs> for track practice. But again, important series as far as for conference. Like you gotta remember with FAMU, we value as a program. Baseball-wise, we value conference. So out of conference, we we take our licks. And honestly, uh, I don't know what's going on with my boys across the street. But Florida State, you know, baseball has been struggling. So, like, so I know this ain't a Florida State podcast. But at the same point, fam, you kind of holding it down. Now, the women of Florida State, hey, you, you can't touch them. Softball, volleyball, beach volleyball. They they hot. Now softball, FAMU's got Valley, and that's a home series. I'm just saying the game is at five o'clock tomorrow, then one o'clock on Saturday and Sunday. The thing about that is, I went to that game last year. We lost to Valley when I went, and I was like, man, how the heck? And they actually brought some fans. Like don't y'all y'all be talking greasy about Valley. But they actually had like a good contingency, and I don't know how many how many of them made that eight hour ride, but they had a good group. Like their fans were there, they were active, they're engaged, and their team was it was multicultural. There's some black girls, white girls, you know. But this is not just a team that you're just gonna slap them around and call them Susan. <laughs> like you may not get that joke, 
it's a movie reference. Uh, but you're not going to do that. This is a team that, granted, they hadn't got a win in a long time. But the fact that last time they came to your house, they came away with a W, that means you need to be ready to get some get back. Uh, you, you cannot sit up here and doubt that this team can beat you. Any team can win. Yeah, that's really, that's the basis. Like, you got to come here because you're this close to being 500. Again, if you're if you're watching, if you're a supporter, y'all know, when it comes to these Olympic sports, 500 is my number. Fantasy baseball, we were at 500. We got a chance to go over it, and I, I anticipate that we might be able to do that this weekend um, if we play right. Now, if not, yo, Cookman is no joke. That that team, if they win the swag, I'm just saying that's not that's not a first round draw you necessarily want, especially if if you're a Florida State, that's not what you want. Now if you're UF, UF plays in a minor league baseball stadium. Like I told y'all, they got so much money they tore down the old stadium and built the new one within like a year, and one of the donors just paid for it. Yo, put my name on that thing. I got it. <laughs> like, oh, okay, you hit that Jay Z. F with me, you know I got it. I ain't got it like that. I'm trying, but I ain't there yet. But we we saw that man, and um, again, this is a great chance for FAMU softball in particular to get over 500. FAMU baseball, though, this is going to be important for seeding later on in the conference. You need to at least get one of these. I, I'm okay. I'm okay with. And this is going to sound wrong. I'm okay with not winning the series. But that's because I'm looking at the math of it. I had to step away from my fandom. And I had to be that math baseball person. Because baseball is all about math and analytics at this point in the game. And if you split, you still get a win. If you lose all three, that's a tough road to hoe. And it's it's going to be made even more difficult. Because the other teams in the SWAC, they're not going to lay down. And they don't like the fact that y'all new boys, they come to this conference and y'all raising K. So let, let's kind of make some noise, wake the bats up. If you don't wake them up for nobody but me, please do that. Because the last fan you baseball game I went to, my God, man, we got beat so much. Good Lord. Got beat. Mm. UCF beat the tar out of us. So, but. On to winning FAMU tennis. They lost to Mercer. Still undefeated in sweat. Like, I'm just saying, we got BCU at home. This tennis team, I'm just saying, one of my happy surprises. Like, when you got a tennis team that is able to win and win at this level and do it in spite of the facilities that you have, and it's not as bad as FAMU swimming was. I remember before we got rid of family swimming, we were sharing a pool at Florida State. Like, we had a pool with a tarp on it that was just sitting there like, whatever. I mean, they finally filled it in and got rid of it. But family swimming, we were literally sharing a pool with Florida State. Like, uh, excuse me, excuse me, can I borrow your pool today, please? Like, it was like that. Like, we were actively sharing a pool with them. And it was like, man, that sucks. 
it, it hurt to see a program kind of go down like that. Shame you swimming used to be decent. Like they tried to teach me how to swim in that pool. They failed, but they tried. Now, with family tennis, though, y'all look, this thing's coming up, and pretty soon you're going to have a chance to be in the SWAC tournament. And let's just be honest, everybody ain't looking over at the corner and looking at the big bad rattlers, but it says something when that team walks into the area and they're undefeated. We've all been there. We've been there with a team that's really good, really solid, and that is yep, tough. Like to a certain degree, you might take that L. Like in family tennis, is this? It's the it's the bomb. Like family tennis is legit. Like, and this is the first time we've been this good in a long time. Like family's literally taking the conference over. And we've taken the conference over in women's sports. Like that's something that maybe not enough of us are saying. But FAMU is truly becoming a leader for women's sports and women's athletics within the Southwestern Athletic Conference within two years of being there. Like this is not for what I was going to go for, but I'm going to go there. You have a beautiful athletic director, Tiffany Dawn Sykes. Look, she is what she is, you know, and some of that was to, you know, gratiate myself a little bit you know i might see on the field hey ad look i, I want a fist bump i ain't gonna lie i say fist bump y'all if y'all I don't, I don't do crazy by doing hugs because I don't, I don't want her special friend over there trying to give me them hands look i, I get it bro whoever I, I ain't trying to fight you but at the same point like respectfully though like all jokes aside typically on sex is coming to fam you and making some noise fam you bowling Last year was not that. And you have to remember, FAMU bowling, we only have women's bowling. We don't have it as a male sport. Came in there and got third. And to a certain degree, I ain't going to say you underachieved, but you sold yourself short. You could have won that. Softball right now, you kicking butt and taking names. And then, of course, the FAMU volleyball team, the two-time SWAC champions. Sorry, you know, I'm I'm petty. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm not high petty, but I'm petty enough. When I wear a ring, I wear it proudly. Only reason I can't, I just can't fit my wedding ring on my finger. No more. I stopped the fight and the kid twist my finger. And it, it, it ain't gotten straight, but I'm going I'm to have some jewelry soon with it, more rings on it. But that being stated, look, I, I brag. I'm a fan of you. We brag different. And we brag about everything. We've had we having robotics competitions on campus. Look, don't say nothing to me about FAMU right now. You got kids from across the state coming to Florida AM University for robotics competitions. I'm telling y'all, I brag on anything orange and green and with a FAMU rattler on it that's positive. I'm just saying. But again, FAMU's become a leader in the realm of women's sports and how important women have become to this program and have been to this program. I mean, you're talking about the program where Althea Gibson came from. You're talking about a program where we have women's jerseys hanging in the rafters of our gymnasium. Like you cannot overlook and underestimate and understate the importance of women to this university and what they've done 
to promote it, to build it, and to support it. Like, look, some of them, some of them little five, ten dollars made hundreds of dollars, and folks set their babies up to fam you, and somebody auntie took care of them, and hey. So this is a program where women have been vital, and they're still vital. Look at the football program. I'm just telling y'all. Look on the sideline. Yeah, Josh is Josh is the dude. That's my guy. But you look over there, and there's a whole lot of women that are playing very important roles in the production of FAMU athletics and ensuring that you get a high quality product. You just saw our cheerleader all over ESPN. Look, that's that's what you get at FAMU. And if you're a high school student, bro, that's what they look like. I'm just hey, hey, I'll tell you, ain't nothing like a FAMU woman. Boy, you better get you one. Man, them heels do something to them. <laughs> Once you get one, you'll be back. Believe that. So, uh, but now we're going to talk about the men a little bit. And fam, you had pro day today. And, man, I'm telling y'all, some of my favorite players, like, I, I, I'm not going to cry, partially because the pipes are a little, they're sore. And this is a little congested. And that, that, Babacu, I believe is what it's called. I was calling the Babin Court, and my friend didn't, she didn't correct me. And I'm like, man, you gonna you got me sounding like a full-on gringo, full-on Yankee. Uh, but it's wearing off. It's getting a little sore. <laughs> but so, man, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. The kickers were my favorite players. Like that, that was my favorite group to kind of be around. I ain't gonna lie, that was my favorite group. Now, my favorite player. Fagan was my dude at the beginning of the season. I rode with him throughout. Like, he stayed my favorite. I'm one of them. Once I'm with you, I'm with you. Like, he was my favorite through the whole season. Uh, Xavier Smith was also my favorite. But I, I tried not to make it so obvious. Like, I, I'm always going to pick a receiver as my favorite guy. But honestly, if I'm being honest, my favorite going into the season was B.J. Bowler. That dude got a little swag to him. And yeah, yeah. Now today, 16 reps on the bench press. And BJ is not huge. For 5'9. Credit to uh, Florida A&M University and the uh, athletic program for that. That was from the Twitter page. But look, you saw that. And look, you you ain't had to take my word for it. I showed it to you. BJ knocked out 16. And you got to consider, again, that's a 5'9 corner. And he played through injuries this year. Like, going to run a solid 40. Like, he, he's got decent speed, aggressive. He got a little bit of that chip on his shoulder. Like, I'm just saying. That's a corner I would take. I, I'm not going to say definitely NFL level, but at some professional level, that's a corner. 
That, that's a corner I consider. And I look at, I, at least if I'm the league, I kick the tires on him. If I'm not, I definitely draft him. And I, I think that's something to, just something to consider. Like, because he's versatile. Last year he did play boundary, but then he slid back in more so to the nickel. Like you saw where that's probably where he's, he's a better fit at. And maybe he can play that robber position where, you know, some of the smaller corners, they fit in at that position where, hey, you can kind of roam around a little bit, do some different things. He did that at FAMU. He blitzed, and he was a solid tackler. Like, And he got speed. Like, remember last year's – no, I said last year's. The previous year's Florida Classic. Y'all saw BJ. Y'all saw him. And that, for me, is where I truly feel like that's his niche. Like, special teams – Kind of like a Swiss Army knife guy. I, I'm just saying that that's pretty. That's that's it. Now, my guy, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like by the end of the season, he was my favorite player, and it wasn't because just because of like skill or whatnot. He was one of my favorite people. I like Isaiah Land too, though. Like I'll say this: Fam, you had no players that I was just like, man, I don't like this dude. Like, not nah, all of them. Like I give Coach Simmons his credit. They're very respectful. They're like a good bunch of dudes. And, you know, they're pretty solid guys. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Going into this season, my favorite player is probably Kendall Bowler. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, so and congratulations, Kendall. I, I did. We all saw. Uh, but I'm just saying, going into the season, y'all might have Isaiah Major. I'm going with the dude from the school down the street, Kendall Bowler. That's my favorite player this year. Um, so I'm going to hitch my wagon for this year. And I'm not going to be biased, but I'm going to be like, y'all, that's my boy. Like, I ain't going to lie to y'all. Sometimes we'd be in the press area and be like, oh, yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. You know, that's my dude. You do. And like, we actually pick on each other about it. Like, but that's my dude. Now, my dude at the classic, come on, man. Professor X. Just saying, I told y'all that, that end of the season, that was my guy. Like I, I, I tried to hide it all year, um, and I wasn't biased about it. Like if he had a bad game, which he didn't, I would have been like, yeah, you know, what happened? How'd it go? Even when he did have like that one game where it's like, oh man, it wasn't it wasn't quite it. I thought I was fair, but yeah, Xavier dropping thirteen, and again another guy. Height wise, is not huge. But in today's NFL, to me, height isn't everything. He is another guy that's very versatile. And you're able to see, you just saw him drop that 4-3. And it was 25, 200 pounds for those 
who are not initiated into the weightlifting process. Now, I ain't gonna lie, I've been initiated, but I'm not active. So I'm not an active member of the gym. I got a gym membership, but I ain't active. So, you know, judge me all you want. But again, um, those are just some of the, you know, some of the guys, you know, again, you saw Chris Fadul, Jose Romo Martinez was there. Isaiah Lamb was there, even though he mostly did field work. And he, he stated, I was happy what I did at the draft, at the combine, excuse me. And who wasn't? Like, don't get me wrong. That was the question I asked going into the season. And Isaiah Land, and this is one thing I loved about Isaiah Land this season. He's honest. I, I I love I love an honest cat. I love a dude that'll tell you, hey, this ain't working, and I don't know why. But hey, will you help me? I also love a guy that's like, this is my flaw. Yep. This I'm undersized. Now you're doubting. Can I stay this fast and gain this weight? And Isaiah Lane directly addressed it. I didn't get the I didn't I didn't download that whole video for y'all. Go go check the uh Family Athletics page and you'll see his interview as well as Coach Simmons. And you'll see where um my guy Gerald, Gerald from Tallahassee Democrat, shout out Gerald. He posed a question. And uh, again, Gerald's another dude, stand-up guy, like him. Uh no weird stuff but really good people. And that was one of the things that I think is unique about family football. It's not just that you're getting athletes into the program. You're getting athletes with character. And you're seeing where FAMU will pass on some dudes. Like some dudes, hey, you got a second chance. And then something happens and it's like, nah, man, that that that, that FAMU means something. And you can tell that with Coach Simmons those those words aren't just words that brand means something to him part of it may be because he is he's a local no he's not from tallahassee tallahassee is jason i mean we don't we don't we don't dis gaston county they're literally those are family you from tallahassee you got some cousins over there you know somebody from over there and it's just the respect and a lot of them are rattlers some of them wildcats, but a lot of them are rattlers. They just they live over there. Rattlers everywhere. But you're able to see that it means something. And the fact that that brand means something to him. And he sells it as a marketable product and as a product product that's has some cachet. It 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 carries. And you're seeing where it's carrying and recruiting. Now we didn't now. Sunday, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have some more than boys. I'm, I'm gonna show you some more than boys who got offered, so that way you can stay on top of some of these students who've gotten offered. I told y'all, and some of the ones who have visited. Now I did miss, fam. You got to commit. We got a defensive line commit, and uh, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. He look a lot like Savion Williams, another guy out of Texas. And I'm just telling y'all, Texas looking a lot a whole lot West Florida. Like, we. We getting we getting some dudes out of Texas, and you're also seeing that some of these dudes are moving positions. You saw where our safeties moved down to linebacker, something that I speculated on last season when he committed. I was like, I wonder how long he stays at safety because he's a hard hitting safety. And I'm sorry, one of the things about football is contact. My students say all the time, 
Mr. Hadley, you don't remember this? And I was like, I don't remember nothing. I got CRS. I played football. I can't remember Jack. But there's something about coming across that middle, knowing that when you catch that ball, that tie is coming for you. All because, woof, bro, I had flashbacks. I still talk to my mom-in-law and, and, and give her the side eye every once in a while. Like, you know, your cousin used to be laying me out in practice. I was like, man, that dude could hit. I wasn't scared. But at the same point, I ain't forgot it. And that, that's something that you're going to see. BAMU has linebackers that can hit and that can tackle. Isaiah Major is a tackling machine. And we're going to go player by player after the spring game. We're going to look. We're going to see, you know, who you need to look out for, what guys that, yo, this guy gave me a little hope. And what guys like, mm, no, bro, that Jericho don't quite curl right. But I'm just telling y'all, family athletics, family football in particular, the boy's different. They, they – they may not always get to the nutrition table the way as some of these other schools, but they're working out. That gym is doing something. And you're able to see some of that translate when you look at the pro days. I mean, you're seeing guys that, honestly, they're below six feet. They're below 200 pounds. 16 reps of 225 is not easy. 13 reps, considering you just ran a 4-3, that's solid. Like, that that's really solid, and you put out solid film. Uh, you can't tell me Chris Fadul and Jose, Jose do not deserve at least a call for some of these pro teams. Like if you're a Bucks fan, heck, if you're a Cowboy fan, and if the Cowboys don't at least kick the tires on a guy like Jose, you're stupid. You were missing field goals in the playoffs, and you got a kicker who really don't miss. I'm just saying, like, the Bucks, you got kicking woes. This guy's right. He's not up the street, but he's up the interstate. You got a guy right there. You can at least bring him into camp. Like, punter-wise, like, punter is one of those. It's a little different, but it's, again, Chris Fadul. That's a guy where, honestly, what's your excuse, Tampa? I mean, he did start at USF kind of local guy. I mean, we do know he's trying to start his professional career. I believe he's going into pharmaceuticals. But you're able to see legal pharmaceuticals. So you're able to see, though, FAMU is carrying these guys past athletics into professions. Heck, we, we all saw what the Bishop's doing. Construction, doing it big. So, so again, you're able to see that the athletes are starting to get some pro looks. You had 23 scouts there today. Let, let's 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 bring that back in. And I'm gonna finish on this. I'm gonna finish on this point. A few years ago, around Coach Simmons, I think his first second year, fam, you had zero scouts on campus for pro day. None. Nobody showed up. Nobody came. Dudes ran through all those drills, and they're like, for what and for why? We just spent four years trying to chase a dream, and you couldn't even get one person to show up? This year, you had 23 out of 32 teams. 
we missed 11. But considering that's a, that's a good showing. Now, again, I still propose that you should have a joint pro day between Florida State and FAMU so nobody has any excuses. But again, I'll leave that on the table here for somebody else to deal with. But you're starting to see, we keep telling y'all, and I keep saying, the brand is getting better. The proof is in the pudding. And right now, look, this looks like banana pudding with some fresh cut bananas, some Nilla wafers, a little bit of whipped cream. Look, you know, I don't know if you're, you know, if you like Nilla wafers in your banana pudding, I like it in mine, but I don't like when they get soggy. I just, just put, just either put them on the side. You can either crumble them, but don't, don't leave me no, like Nilla wafers been sitting there for three weeks. It's, it's not good eats. But right now, man, fam, you got some. Like, we got a decent program. And I think we have something that we, we're building on. And you're able to see, you got teams that are wanting to play us. I'm hearing some of y'all. I see, hey, fam, you at a and in 25. I mean, I don't think we have the space on the schedule. Go check out who we got already. But 26? Yo, like, I, let's be real about this. a and and fam, you, while it's not a rivalry, there's a good amount of animosity between the fan bases. Like, we don't hate them, but they get on our good, last good Christian nerve. And these two teams put on a good show. And the last time we played, we beat them. Hey, just saying, look, you know, I'm petty. I'm petty. Last time we played most NBAC teams, we beat them in football. Uh, so, except for, you know, Cook was the only one, but hey, they're in the swag now, and you know, last year we was smacking that, smacking that, smacking that. Ha! Wore that thing out last year. <laughs> so, but we're able to see like this program's gotten better, it's getting stronger, and we as alumni got to continue to support it, continue to build, and do what we got to do to make it better. So, all that being said, y'all, big shout out HBCU Digital Network. This is home. Shout out to Herb Sewer and the Black Techies. Man, them dudes, they know the technology. I'm going to give them that. Uh, but then quick review. Um, on Saturday, you do a Kofi's Home Garden service um, that is going to be streamed online. So I'm going to actually watch it online um, just, just because uh, we got some other things going on. Um, but you have FAMU Softball. FAMU Baseball will all be going on tomorrow. Softball's at home against Valley. Baseball's on the road in Daytona. So I'm, I'm going to slide over there. That's going to be my my little one thing for myself this week. Travel over there and try to check out historic Jackie Robinson Field. Then also, FAMU's tennis team. Oof. Right now, man, play that, play that Rihanna, Jay-Z, run this town. Because right now, the Rattlers run this town in tennis. And then Pro Day. Yo, fam, you had several athletes show up. And we, in particular, got to see BJ Bowler, Xavier Smith, both throw up some good reps on the bench press. We already seen Xavier run a 4-3 at the 40. So you saw that. You saw it with Steve Smith. I'm just saying. If you don't draft him, I don't want to hear it. And it's not on some, he got personal issues. That that dude ain't never got in trouble. <laughs> like, that dude looked like hard work. Like, I, I'm telling y'all, 
when it comes to a cat like Xavier Smith, that's a dude that if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't want Xavier to go nowhere cold like that. But you can sell that all day and tomorrow morning. That's that lunch pail mentality. All right. BJ, BJ Nickel Corner. I like BJ. He got swag. Like, I ain't gonna lie. He got swag, got a little shimmy to him. Like, that's my dude. Like, he don't, he don't play. But, yeah, so that being stated, see y'all on Sunday. So, again, big shout out to HBC Digital Network. This is home. And the Herb Sewage High Techies. Check him out. Basketball season's over, but he still got some more to talk about. Tell y'all about some of the upcoming information in college basketball. And oof, oof. we'll talk about that later. I just got a phone with Uncle Willem right for the show. So I'm a little charged up. I ain't going to lie. I could talk for three hours, but I won't. So that being stated, as always, it's going to be fangs up. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. While our HBCUs are mostly known for academic rigor, community, they also know how